1: Why watch that TV talk? Hey, listeners, how are you? <laughs> it was somebody's birthday. Oh. oh. Happy <laughs>
0: birthday to you.
1: No, that's the wrong one. For <laughs> um. <laughs> the
0: Stevie Wonder.
1: Yes, that's the only.
0: Happy birthday hey, to you. Hey, hey.
1: <laughs> Well, that's not why we've gathered together. Of course, it has to be either awards, movies, or TV, and in this case, it's television. Mm. Now you're thinking to yourselves, I know you are. What? There are TV shows that are premiering, and the answer is yes. It 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 will not stop. And In fact, leave it to you know Netflix and TV, Apple TV Plus, and Disney Plus to keep you invested during the holidays and so for us we're going to give you a snippet of some of the TV shows that perhaps you can take a look at or we've started them for you and then you can figure out if you want to binge them during the holidays so let's start with a series finale now it has been a rocky road for this show for you Mm. have been up and down, but you saw it through. You you kept the course. You stayed the path. And I'm talking about none other than HBO's Silicon Valley. Now, word on the street is that they may have gotten an offer that you can't refuse. <laughs> and the question is, in light of the show, did they refuse it? Um, mm. You're going to give us the lowdown. I don't know if you're going to spoil it or not. Maybe you should. Maybe you shouldn't. I don't know. But we're saying goodbye to Silicon Valley. What happened?
0: (laughs) you can probably guess if you've tracked my reviews over the years, 100 years for this show.
1: Yeah, 100 hours of
0: years. (laughs) Then you can probably guess. Uh, So we have, look, I'm short and sweet. They tried to come up with a better way to do the internet. They succeeded too much. Now, what does that mean? I'll put it this way, there's AI involved. So what happens if AI works? It might work too well. And then what do you need to do? Can you put the reins on it once it's set loose? So they had this big offer from Mm AT&T. Of course, we go through all of these hoops and hurdles for that to actually come to be. Is it really gonna happen or not? That's something I won't answer. And then they figure out, wait a minute, we have a monster on our hands. And in the very uh, last episode, they, uh, they are toggling between two time periods, 10 years in the future and now, for instance. And it's like they're doing a documentary in the future, a Mm. decade after this has happened, and they're talking about it, and you're going, okay, exactly what happened? Did they go through with it? Did they make money? Well, we start to see where they are a decade in the future, and they're doing well, but are they doing well because of what they created, Pied Piper, or because of something else? Mm. Now, this is Silicon Valley. There's never a nice, easy resolution to anything. Mm -hmm. So you can probably guess what happens, but the question is, Were they able to stop this or were they locked up? Because what they have done might have violated some laws. Oy. So we have all of these characters, all of the characters that we've seen from before. We have some echoing and and nods to previous characters who are no longer with us for certain reasons throughout this uh, final episode. And the final episode was really two episodes in length.
1: Mm, Um,
0: so for me it was fine I'm sorry Silicon Valley Mm. the thing is I've always said it there's only so much I can be invested with characters who are annoying Um, now when it comes to this kind of show I don't know that they could do it much better and that's one reason why I kept watching Um, it's because it's not a bad show it's well put together it's just that the characters to me eh. and at this point I no longer watch these kind of shows. It's just that I was so far into it, I decided to keep going. Plus, it's only a half an hour per episode or less. Oh, yeah, okay. and it's not many. Uh, you know, it's, it was only seven episodes this season, for instance. So I say to them, I think that they accomplished what they wanted to accomplish. Their ending was true to the show, and hey, what? There's not much more you can ask for. Wow! In that,
1: fi- uh, remember that halt and catch fire
0: yes
1: it's amazing that the two of these came out together and Mm -hmm. was it Halt and Catch Fire I don't know if that was that's
0: it yes
1: so um if you're into that I mean at at, at this point now that you said it's 30 minutes I guess it's a recommend if that's your world if you're into Mm -hmm. the tech world the take two steps forward take five back kind of um, thing you can check it out on HBO it's all there and available
0: yeah and characters what? who can't stand up straight you know they trip over themselves oh, okay. throughout six seasons
1: <laughs> <laughs> well listen let's head to apple tv plus now they've had a rocky start when it comes to features but television shows although the critics aren't wowed and overwhelmed people seem to love apple tv shows so here we are with another series premiere called servant and it is from a highly familiar director writer producer mm. m night who Shyamalan. who is that six cents m night
0: yeah <laughs> you're like i don't care
1: about that Or the latest, uh, what was the movie? Unbreakable. Mm -hmm. And he also did.
0: And then Split split, and then Glass. That whole thing. Glass,
1: yep. Mm -hmm. So, ah, listen. He's got like 60. I I don't, M. Night is a mystery to me. I've never been able to really like wrangle him. Mm. But apparently word on the street is they plan to do like 60 episodes of Servant in total. Yeah. which will be released over the next six years. I ain't got that kind of time. <laughs> so it's already been renewed for season two before it's even premiered. And the question is, because M. Night is a kind of hit and miss kind of guy. he re- When it works, it works. And if it doesn't, it falls a little short. So where are we at with the first what, first episode or first couple episodes?
0: Uh, I've seen the first four. Four, got it. Mm-hmm. They're all available now. Uh, and keep in mind that M. Night didn't create this. So, you know, he's producing, as the ref said, he did direct the first episode. Um, here's what happens. There's a wealthy couple in Philadelphia. It is M. Night, so we're in Philadelphia.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Um, and, uh, they seem to be going okay uh, now. Tony Kebble plays Sean. He's a stay-at-home chef. He consults, you know. So he's. He, they have this grand house. They have this wonderful kitchen. He's photographing all of the steps and the wonderful uh, food that he creates, and he does all of these amazing combinations of food. And he has this wonderful sensitive palate. And his wife is uh, Dorothy, played by Lauren Ambrose of Six Feet Under Fame. And she is a journalist. And she has just given birth to a baby. Oh, great. But tragedy happened before the show started. Uh, The baby's no longer with us. So to help her cope with this... Uh, they uh, got this kind of doll that's almost lifelike. Oh boy! So, and, and this was the one way to start getting her on the road to recovery. So that was very important. And and the baby has a crib, all of that's in the baby's room, and she talks like the baby is alive. Mm. Now you'll see how Sean, the husband, reacts to that. Okay. <laughs> He has a public face, I'll say, about it, and a private one. Now, things are serious with this, though, so much so that they hire a nanny. For the doll? Uh Uh-huh.
1: Okay.
0: And her name is Leanne, played by Nell Tiger Free. Love that name. Now, she comes in, and of course, it's mysterious. This is Shyamalan Produced. She comes in, they kind of talk to her. She's kind of standoffish. They offer her a drink, she's like, I'm 18. (laughs) Uh, uh, (laughs) Okay. She sees this baby though, and she takes the baby as seriously as Dorothy.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: What is that about? And she has her eye or eyes on Sean.
1: Oh boy.
0: Now, as we move forward, they take this baby very seriously, the the two females. But one day, Sean sees the baby come alive for real, huh? Like a Pinocchio. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 not as jovial as that. I'll put it that
1: way. <laughs> right, it is M night. I forgot.
0: So, is this baby alive now? What happened?
1: wait what do they turn I'm invested now do Mm -hmm. they turn it on and then it's a baby
0: no no no, no it's a real baby okay oh my gosh it's not the doll oh so he thinks hey this Leanne she probably stole somebody's baby and replaced the doll with it
1: Oh, no.
0: And to help him figure this out, he brings in Dorothy's brother, who's played by Rupert Grint, yes, of Harry Potter fame. So he's Julian, and he and Sean are friends. You know, they they share a love of wine, all of this stuff, you know, and, and Julian comes into their house all the time. So, you know, he has to come in and check out this Leanne chick, try to check out what's going on with the baby. What exactly is happening here? And along the way as this is happening, Sean is having certain physical problems. Okay. Who's causing it? And it gets so bad that it affects his work. Mm. I think that's enough.
1: (laughs) I don't even know what you just said.
0: Look. <laughs> I, again, watched all four available episodes. And I didn't mind it. They have the right atmosphere, all of that. And it's, of course, it's you always know something's off. Like, watching Laura, Lauren Ambrose, she's it's almost a mania to it. Mm-hmm. The way she plays it, and and she we do see that she goes back to work. She's a a, a field reporter essentially, so she's doing local TV news, and they show it her doing it. And just the way they do it is is funny. It's hilarious. Um, my thing though, after watching the first four episodes, for me, the story needs to progress a little faster because I don't care. <laughs> like, it's interesting to watch, but I just don't care. I, and I don't really care whether this baby is real or not, who did it. Of course, there's a, an occult thing going on. When they start investigating Liang, they start finding disturbing things about her. I won't it's, give that away. Oh, so
1: the baby's not sinister. It's, it's this mysterious nanny.
0: Right. Now, the title yeah. is Servant. Ah. Right? Keep that in mind. So watching it, I was cool with it. I just don't care enough to go to the next episode. They need to reveal a little more for me. Now, I think if this is your kind of thing, it probably will work because it's not bad. Uh, I just wish that they gave more information a little faster. That's it. But it's not bad at all.
1: Gotcha. Well, let's stick with Apple TV. And this next show has been highly anticipated because it's pretty star-studded. We have Truth Be Told, uh, starring who? Octavia Spencer, mm. Aaron Paul's in there. Mm. Who else is co- pop- because we got all kind of people popping up and popping in and out. And it's an interesting premise. Um, I'm curious to see how it is. How many episodes have you watched?
0: Oh, um, three. The first three are available now.
1: Okay, so there's 10 in total. And again, if you remember, Apple, after they release a chunk or whatever, they then stream you, <laughs> string you along weekly so you can pay their bills. Yes. And uh, you're going to tell us a little bit about, you're going to give us the truth about Truth Be Told. And is Octavia Spencer too big for the small screen?
0: Mm. Well, let me start with what you just said. It's Octavia Spencer in a cast with Lizzie Kaplan, who was in Masters of Sex. Mm. Aaron Paul. Yes. Elizabeth Perkins. Oh. Michael Beach. Oh, my gosh. Mackay Pfeiffer. (laughs) Tracy Toms. Whoa. Ron Cephas Jones. Oh, my goodness. He's a working.
1: He's been working.
0: Now, Hanifa Wood, who you don't know, but if you watch it, She fits. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And I'll end with the piece de resistance. Tammy Roman. (laughs) Yes, Basketball Wives, Tammy Roman.
1: Oh, wow. Interesting.
0: This cast came to work. (laughs) But what are they working in? Hmm. So this is based on a, a book, a novel. And it's about a woman who has her own true crime podcast. Mm-hmm. And she's played by Octavia. Her name is Poppy Parnell. Love the name. Oh, boy. Now, she it was a, a famed reporter. Uh, she, started, she started with this case, this murder case in the Bay Area. And she cracked the case. She reported, well, not cracked it. She reported on the case. She was the lead reporter, won a Pulitzer. Oh. This letter to the New York Times. And then she left the Times to start this podcast, which is very, very popular.
1: She left the Times to start a podcast only in 2020, 2019.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And this is her own thing. And, like, one of her best friends produces it with her. You know, so all of this is going on. Now, that original case that got her the Pulitzer, well, maybe she got it wrong. Oh, dear. Because what happened is a 16 year old was accused and convicted of murdering his neighbor Mm -hmm. now (laughs) this uh the grown-up version the one in current time is played by aaron paul his name is warren cave Mm. now warren is still trying to appeal he's still trying to get a new trial because he's innocent that's what he says They got it all wrong. And there is some new evidence that came to light about someone who claimed to have seen him leave the house. So, let me paint the picture. He lives with his mother and father at 16, um, next to the house where this murder occurred. Okay. His mother's played by Elizabeth Perkins. Mm -hmm. His father is a cop. A oh, dear. So, supposedly he went over to this house to kill. Mhm. And to kill the father. The okay. father
1: in that other house. In
0: that other house.
1: Mhm.
0: Now, the father of course has a wife. Um, and this wife, now I didn't even get to all of the cast. The wife is played by Annabella Sciorra. Mhm. And they have two twin daughters. Now, the grown-up twin daughters are played both by Lizzie Kaplan.
1: okay, got it.
0: So what is the connection? Because one of the twins says that she saw Warren, Aaron Paul's character, leaping over the bushes, essentially, to get away. Now, when we see the evidence, the new evidence that comes to fruition, we see that early on, she told the cops that maybe she wasn't quite so sure. Mm. But during the trial, she was 100% sure. Why, what was the change? Now, this doesn't lead to a new trial, but Poppy sees this and starts having second thoughts. And she goes, this is my next case. I need to really get down to to the truth of this. Because maybe I played a role in putting an innocent man in prison. Oh, boy. So she goes to visit Aaron Paul, but it's difficult for her to do so. Oh, of course. Now, she goes through his mother, through Elizabeth Perkins. What's going on with Elizabeth Elizabeth Perkins' character? Why does she want Poppy to do this? Why does she agree? There's something happening to her that's immediate and tragic.
1: Where's the dad? Yes.
0: The dad is no longer married to mom. Oh. And he is now chief of police. Oh. (laughs) How did he get there? Mm. It is connected to this case. Okay. And he has his own family now. Mm -hmm. So eventually she gets into the prison. I won't tell you how. And Warren ain't 16 no more. (laughs) And remember, he's in prison for murder so what would he have to do to survive Mm. now that causes friction obviously between him and poppy outside of her being one of the main causes for him being convicted but despite that i won't tell you what it is she still wants to continue to get down to the bottom of it now She has all sorts of connections in the Bay Area. That's where she grew up. She's just returned from New York, by the way. And so she's back in the uh, milieu of her family. And she has two other sisters. One is played by Tracy Toms, the other is played by Hanifa Wood. Now Tracy Toms' character runs the family bar, okay? And is kind of the kind of one who's the go-between between uh, Poppy and the rest of the family. Hanifa Wood's character, the other sister, ain't kind of feeling Poppy. She thinks Poppy is on airs. Father is played by Ron C. Fitz Jones. <laughs> now, he's a religious man, but does that mean he's a good man? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm and he's the one that helps to connect Poppy to certain sources. So what's he up to? I'm not gonna give it away. Uh But they do have a family bar. (laughs) Okay, so she starts to trade in chips based on her father's name, but does her father appreciate that? (laughs) Especially for this case? Uh Uh-uh, problem now poppy is also married she's married to a husband who's played by michael beach
1: of course
0: so you know there's some friction between michael beach's side and the rest of her family because michael beach comes from money okay i'll just put it that way but he ain't ashamed to tell you what the truth is and what you need to be doing especially in his house tammy roman plays ron cephas jones's girlfriend Or is it new wife? I I can't remember which one.
1: Significant, you know. Okay,
0: So why would this man be married to someone played by Tammy Roman? Think about the casting. Mm. So as things move forward, we start to see all kinds of truths seemingly become unearthed. And we get down to the two twins played by Lizzie Kaplan. One of them is out in public and it still has this relationship with her aunt. The other's in hiding. But where? And can Poppy find her? And there's danger all around. There are all kinds of secrets going on, and certain people were doing certain things that they don't want others to know about, all throughout all of this cast. Of course. Now, that's a great way of me setting things up and really telling you nothing.
1: Okay, I was like, what is happening here?
0: <laughs> so, if you are interested in what I said, you're going, what? What's going on? Who's that? How do they connect? Watch Truth Be Told. Is this entertaining? Yes. Is it well written? No. But the writing is good enough for this cast to do something with it. hmm and they do. So I was just watching going, okay, what's going to happen next? Every time, every episode, I was like, okay, what's happening next? And I'm still in that mode, which is good. That's what we need. I thought the, the way they reveal things was at the appropriate pace. And again, this cast came to work. I mean, it's just so much fun watching them. And Makai Pfeiffer, by the way, yeah, plays Poppy's ex. Makai Pfeiffer? Who's a former cop. Hmm. And starts doing some detective work. For
1: her this you gotta see it even, okay all right <laughs> it that, works i'm sure it does Lord, it that's, does
0: that's a lot so to <laughs> this is another apple tv plus show this is entertaining i can't fault them for that
1: <laughs> let's move on from apple tv plus please wow and head back to uh some familiar territory showtime who has a new show called work in progress. Hmm. Now, you may have seen some of the advertisement around here and there, but it's it's nothing to crack your head open, you know, like, oh, this is the next thing. But the question is, is, could it be the next thing?
0: Hmm. Well, it certainly is one of a kind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, at the beginning of uh, this show, and I've only seen the first episode uh we're introduced to abby who's played by co-creator abby McInerney, and she's sitting in her therapist's office and she's talking about how um she's planning to possibly kill herself yes
1: oh dear
0: so she's recounting to her therapist why this is the case she's just tired she's 45 you know her life isn't really going anywhere uh, she's tired of people, you know, like bothering her. There's a, there's a co-worker of hers who's so nasty who who brought her in a, a bucket of almonds, you know, because she's overweight. It was like, you know, you can eat this. So what she said is, look, there are 180 almonds. I've taken all of them out and laid them out in my home. And each almond represents a day. And when I get to the final one, that's it. Mm. So she has 180 days left. Okay. But what's the therapist's reaction to this? Now, I'll tell you, this is a comedy. (laughs) And you will not guess the therapist's reaction. (laughs) Okay? Whoa. Now, the reaction, or lack thereof, from the therapist... It just complicates matters even more for Abby. (laughs) As she starts telling her friends all about this, she first tells her sister about it. And her sister's like, what? And her sister's like, wait a minute, you're suicidal? (laughs) Okay. Now, while she's talking to her sister, they're at um, a a restaurant. There is uh, someone on the wait staff who's helping them out. And Abby, by the way, is a lesbian. Okay. Is a what? A lesbian. Oh, okay. Now, don't call her that. She hates that term. That's for older people. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Now, I will not say what she would rather be called because oh. no, thank you. Yes. So you'll see what that is. Okay. So she sees this person with the staff. She's like, oh my goodness. Isn't she so attractive? And her sister's like, ask her out. Okay. But it doesn't go down that way. Abby doesn't believe in herself. She doesn't like herself, all of that kind of stuff. She ends up getting into an argument with her sister, and the the, uh, person on the waitstaff is kind of involved. But in the end, the sister works out a way to sneak Abby's phone number to the person on the waitstaff. And I'll just tell you, we find out who this person's identity is. It's not a she. I'll say that. What? Oh. So... <laughs> okay. Abby winds up going out on a date with this person. And her friends are all like, well, wait a minute. Is a, what do we even, are you like still in the women? What's going on? It's much more complicated than what I'm saying because I'm not trying not to give it away. Oh, gotcha. Wow. Now, just skipping through some stuff. At the end, when she's finally on this date, You know, they're at a restaurant. She spots somebody very particular, a former SNL cast member. And this is a a real former SNL cast member. It's Julia Sweeney, Sweeney, playing herself. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And you know the famous character that Julia Sweeney played.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Well, if you don't know, you'll see it if you watch the show. And this character, was one of the reasons why Abby had such a tormented uh, life during that time in the 90s. Because she looks like the character. <laughs> oh. So, you know, we see in a flashback how she went to this house party. She was really interested in in uh, this, this woman who was there, invited her, and, you know, she gets slapped in the face by that insult. So what happens is... The person she's on a date with goes up to Julia Sweeney, explains it. What's Julia Sweeney's reaction? Hmm. It's a comedy. Yes. And so, it's Julia Sweeney. <laughs> it's Julia Sweeney <laughs> playing herself. <laughs> so here's what I'll say now about <laughs> work in progress overall, based on that.
1: Sounds like a work in progress.
0: It is a work in progress. You have to take that literally. It it has a feel of um, you think maybe better things. Mm. You think maybe easy on Netflix. You think maybe even high maintenance on HBO. Even though it's it's not an anthology like um, mm. easy and high maintenance, it has that kind of feel where there's this world that's very specific to Abby. It's from her world. You can tell that from beginning to end. And those little details are what sell the show. Um, Was it a perfect pilot? No, Um, they had some issues, but there's so much going on there that I was very interested in what was happening. So if you're an adventurous viewer, if the shows I just mentioned, if you watch them, I would say check this out and see what you what your reaction is. I won't be able to predict that because it's so singular in mm. its perspective. But that's the selling point.
1: Okay. Well, let's move on to a series return. The series return of Vikings.
0: Mm. Now,
1: you all listeners may remember the critic was watching Vikings and then I was like, you know what, let me check it out. And I was into Vikings. I mean, I was binging tearing through. I mean, I was ripping ripping right through that. And came to a wall because they started to switch up things and it didn't quite work for me, so I gave it up. Well, now they're giving up that particular show because Little Birdie says that there will be spinoffs, sequels, Maybe even they're talking prequels, who knows? But definitely a sequence, a sequel to the series called Vikings Mm, Valhalla, Which is fast forwarding from the last of what we'll see in this season of Vikings on History Channel. And I hear that Netflix is jumping all over it. Um, And they're trying to get, you know, the rest of the Vikings on there. Because it actually is really good, or it was, but this season, we are coming to an end to certain characters that we basically, what, been around for six years? Yeah. And the question is, did it stay too long? <laughs> mm-hmm. Did they do too many changes? Was a pivotal person who left? I'm not going to ruin it if you haven't seen it already. But actually, you've talked about it. A pivotal, pivotal person yeah. ended up dying And were these sons able to carry on? I guess that's a question only you can answer.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And just so you know, that uh, Netflix uh, sequel, whatever, spinoff, is a century later. So it's completely new. We'll see what happens there. Um, They had a two episode premiere of season six. And we're still dealing with the Sons of Ragnar. At the moment, (laughs) Bjorn is king of Kattegat.
1: I love Kattegat. I love saying that. (laughs) He's his firstborn.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Oh, boy. Uh, And and (laughs)
0: Lagatha, the the shield maiden, is his mother. Yeah. Uh, She's come out of her reverie. She still has her white hair, though. And she has decided to go off and, you know, live the simple life. Remember, she and Ragnar always just wanted to farm. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So she's trying to go back to that life while uh, Bjorn is king. Now, um, his brothers, (laughs) the ones still living, two of the three are with him in (laughs) Catecote. Now, one of them wants to get married to a specific character. Okay. He has a baby on the way.
1: No. You know, somebody wants to marry somebody else Uh-oh. uh oh you know if you if you okay I do I mean, You I know I, who this person keep... is
0: ref oh it's somebody who's maybe married to somebody else
1: oh, well, okay. see there this, they go this there is vikings
0: yep so you know he has fatherhood on the mind uh the other brother who's there with them in Kattegat has lost his mind oh boy because the love of his life was killed by the other brother, Ivar the Boneless. Oh,
1: he was terrible. He was meat.
0: Was the king of Kattegat at one point, mm. and who is now on the run?
1: Oh, is he?
0: Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so he's been carried. He's been carried from been Bolle, carried on from no. Norway through Sweden through oh. Finland, south down through the Silk Road. All the way to what we would call now Ukraine. Oh. But what's r- Rus there? So he's gone to Kiev. Look at look at the geography I just gave y'all.
1: Yeah, you did. Thank you.
0: <laughs> now look, he's caught by royalty there in Rus. And this guy might have a similar sensibility as Ivar. Oh, boy. He brings Ivar along to meet his brothers. I'll put it that way. But who survives and why? This guy is a prince who's out to be king, regardless of who's in line for the job. So, of course, Ivar's looking at him like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can get with that. Crazy. Now, this guy is called the prophet. Why? And do you believe it when you hear it? Hmm. Now, back to Bjorn. Bjorn is still in Norway, again, at Kattegat. And he gets word that a certain person who's not quite trustworthy, but who helped him become king is in trouble. And the question is, should he leave Kat to get to go save this untrustworthy person or not? He has an opinion. Some other people have different opinions, but he's the king. Also, what about Floki? What happened to him after the end of season? Oh
1: my gosh, he's still alive, dear. Is he? I don't watch it.
0: Is he still alive? Now, he went away to what we now know as Iceland <laughs> to try to find this utopia, brought some people with him. Oh, it didn't end well at the end of season five, and someone from Iceland comes back to Norway to try to bring more people back to Iceland. Bjorn's looking at him like, mm, I don't know if I trust you, where's Floki? Where is Floki indeed? That's enough for what started this Please. season. Oh. Let me Let me just say... Ref, I was watching this with my brother, and we both had the same feelings and thoughts. We said to ourselves, if you don't move this along, oh boy. we don't know what we're going to do. Now, the creator, Michael Hurst, said, hey, this is the most exciting season ever. Not in the first two episodes. It felt like a bad Game of Thrones episode.
1: Oh, dear.
0: And this was two, so it's like a two-hour premiere. I was sitting here like, oh my goodness. All of this talking and not action, can we move it along already? That was the thing about Vikings. Right. That distinguished it from Game of Thrones. It was the action of it. They better get down to it in the next episode. I know that much. I don't know what's going on. Ragnar, I'll just say it, is gone yes Okay. why so, stop watching <laughs> exactly and there isn't someone in the cast now who can fill Travis Fimmel's shoes mm. they're not men on the screen it's not even the characters uh, right. they're young they're not men they're not grounded so you can't get away with that stuff plus you didn't do that with Travis Fimmel there was some talking but it led to something Yeah. You can't have two hours of mm. talking on this show no. Now, I will say this. There is danger on the horizon for Lagatha. I will say that because of something that Bjorn did. We'll see what happens. We'll see what comes to fruition. He's going to probably leave and try to save this person. What in the world is going on uh, with um, Ivar and Roos? We'll see what comes of that. But the other thing, Ref, and I'll end it here is...
1: Where's England? Are they gone, too?
0: Gone. Now it's Roos. Yeah. Oh. Now, the question is: is, is... is I'm uh, gonna go back, essentially. Okay, and in the first two hours, there's no England. No. On screen. So, here's the thing that I want to end on. For this show, all of these storylines they have, we've seen them all before. Right. Like we know what's coming. You yeah. don't. You don't have to talk through it. Just go do it. We know what we're getting. Go on the expedition, go on the raid, go and try to save people or whatever. We already got it. You don't have to set this up. Okay, we got another crazy character. We got it already. All right, I'm done.
1: All right, let's be done with that. This is long, long, long. It's even longer because we've been eagerly awaiting season three. Of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is now on Amazon, and you could just watch every one of them. Now, I haven't watched it yet. And I always watch it. So, dance with great caution.
0: Well, <laughs> we're back to eight episodes this season. Um, and it's 1960. Hmm. Now, Midge. Is in the throes of just this wonderful career now. Mm. She's been hired by a famous crooner (laughs) (laughs) and she's ready to go on tour. Okay. Now with her is of course her now manager, Susie. (laughs) (laughs) And here's the thing. At the end of season two, there is a very famous comic who's now a rival of Midges, played by Jane Lynch, (laughs) Sophie Lennon. Who made an offer to Susie? Oh, yeah. What is Susie's response? Is it an offer she can't refuse? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how is that going to affect her relationship with Midge? Hmm. Now, remember, Midge has two children, two young children. Yeah. And she has a husband who she's divorcing. Oh, um, my God. Oh, my God. Joel. So if she's on tour, he's the one taking care of the kids. Mm. He's kind of cool with that though.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Hmm. Interesting little thing going on there. But how does this divorce come to fruition? Does it? What's happening there? You will not understand, well, you will not predict what's going to happen between the two of them. You won't. You won't see it coming. Very interesting things that are happening. And if you think that it resolves itself, I will give you this hint it doesn't. Now, remember also, Midge had a proposal come her way.
1: Yes, she three. sure did, Zach Levy.
0: Mm-hmm. What comes of that in season three? Now, involved in this is Midge's mother.
1: Oh.
0: I'll say it that way.
1: <laughs> but
0: you won't know how. Mm. Because going now to her parents, the father, maybe he's having a midlife crisis.
1: Oh, he's was last season
0: the season before <laughs> oh now it's gotten real oh it has affected everybody <laughs> and his wife is like i need to go to my family we get to see who our family is because actually dude i've been supplementing our lifestyle with my trust fund <gasps> Oh. now why does she go to them and what's the response what does she find out is it something pleasant So the father is going through this whole thing where he thinks he's young again and he wants to recapture the spirit of his youth. The mother is kind of like, okay, at the end, she has a conversation. At the end of the season, she has a conversation with Midge where she's kind of like, I now understand where you're coming from, but don't mistake what I said for her agreeing with Midge. Uh,
1: (laughs) of course not. Okay. Not that mom.
0: So she's having her own thing where she's like, look, as a woman in 1960, married to a man, you're beholden, and that may not be a good thing. Mm. She didn't think that before. Woo! Now Lenny Bruce.
1: Oh, Lenny.
0: He comes back, of course, and I'll put it this way. He meets Midge's parents. Why? I'm not going to tell you. Mm. (laughs) He meets him. Oh, yeah. They meet him. Oh, boy. And remember now, they know that Midge is a comedian. She's been That's
1: right. That's right.
0: So do they come see her set? Also on tour, is she successful? Mm. How is she going to relate to this crooner? He's the one who said, hey, I'm, I'm bringing you with me. Essentially helping to launch her career. Now, back to Sophie Lennon. I'm enjoying talking about this right now. Yeah, you are. You're so delighted. Sophie Lennon doesn't just want to be this comedian, this character, right? Because remember, she told Midge, you've got to have a character as a female comic. You can't just be yourself. Okay. But Sophie went to Yale School of Drama. Yes, she did. Which she will remind you of in season three. Quite often. (laughs) So she has serious... Prospects in mind. Oh boy, she wants to do something for real when it comes to acting. <laughs> what is that? Hmm. And then we also have, of course, Joel and his family, his parents, and the his parents and Midge's parents are shoved together in this season.
1: Oh my gosh, that's enough to drive you bonks.
0: Oh my goodness! Look, it was it was driving me crazy to watch it. Absolutely nuts, and you'll see why they had to be shoved together. I'll put it that way. And the whole question is, they come together because they're still family, regardless of whether people are divorced or not. Remember, Joel and Midge have children; their yeah. grandchildren. Who's gonna see whom and where? Where are the kids gonna go to school? La 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 la. Now, I think that's enough to set this up for all yeah. of you. What I will say, season three for me was my favorite.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: And the reason is there were fewer moments when it lulled. This show at its best is like a musical. It is a musical.
1: Yes, yes, who said that first?
0: The first episode of this season is the show. And what happens is Midge goes, uh, to entertain the troops, you know, with the crooner and all of that. And the choreography of it, the the whole, the the way they shoot it, the pacing, the writing, it, it was just wonderful to watch. And the question is, when they don't have that going, will they have enough conflict and complications to keep you interested until they go back to the musical? I think they did the best job of negotiating that in this season. And it was only... 8 episodes. Now what I will say is the my least favorite storyline involved her father and the newspaper. You'll see that when that comes up. I just thought we didn't need that at all. Really. It, it I didn't need it. So they still have those moments where you go, OK, we could trim this out. We could make this move a little faster. But con- the consistency of it this season, I really enjoyed. Uh, you even start to see how Midge is, uh, because she's on tour with a, a, a Black uh, singer, she's got to deal with that she performs at the apollo for instance yeah what comes of that and of course she always makes a seemingly fatal mistake now there were two moments in this season one involving her one involving susie where you're gonna go oh no please no don't do it stop 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 and they don't oh. so what's gonna come of that we'll see in season four But there you go, if you are a Maisel fan, I'm sure you will be satisfied by this season. For me, it was my favorite because of what I stated. Um, This is one of the uh, first times where I'm going, okay, I could watch a little more, maybe a little. Um, Because to me, this is a difficult show if you haven't started it to literally go from season one through to season three without stopping. Mm -hmm. It's a lot because these people aren't that likable, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. not most of them (laughs) they can be very annoying Mm -hmm. so there you go with season 3 of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel it is a marvel, it really is and the great thing about it to end it is this, it is its own world Mm -hmm. you are transported and the world building they've done is second to none
1: Well, there you have it. We've got a a variety of shows to offer free to you. Some you can binge, some you cannot. You'll just have to wait until it's done. But do not
0: fear. We'll be back next time. Oh, let me say this while we wrap. Oh, wow. Jane Lynch steals the show. Okay. Jane Lynch. And there's a surprise actor who you all know as well. (laughs) Comes up. There we go.
1: Ruined my ending.